0: Hello everyone, uh, and today we have John with us. John is a Palestinian activist who lives in the UK. Uh, he has a very long and interesting story that I think we would like to hear, and he's going to tell us this evening. Um, I know John personally, is an old friend of mine, I suppose, and I'm very interested to actually hear a bit more detail about his, um, his life uh, and his, his perspective on the Palestine-Israel conflict. So um, thank you, John, for joining us. It's great to see you, John.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Thank you.
0: And um, so, John, I think there's a lot to unpack with a conversation about Palestine and the conflict. Um, You know, I don't think we can cover everything. You would need hours and hours of discussion to understand the history uh, and some of the characters and some of the organizations. So I think we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the current situation a bit later. I think we'd like to begin with your story itself. So where in Palestine you're from and uh, a bit about your upbringing.
1: Well, uh, actually, uh, my family come from uh, a little town called Luda, which is uh, now uh, Tel Aviv, where they have their uh, airport actually built in the rowing of my uh, village, you know. And uh, 1948, my family forced out of uh, Palestine. 1948, and I've been refugees in uh, Gaza. You know, uh, one of the refugee camp called Beach Camp. And at the time, uh, obviously, uh, my uh, father was giving a task to run the United Nations operations in the Gaza Strip. Uh, was a mandate by United Nations. So, um, I was between uh, the states and uh, Gaza due to my other uh, job, hmm. yeah. And then, but so I you grew, up,
0: you grew up then once you moved out away from, uh, sorry, I get the name there, Lubna. Is that right? Uh, sorry, the name of the village. So, was it Lubna?
1: It's uh, a Luda, 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 okay,
0: Luda. yeah, yeah, Luda, yeah, yeah. So, you then grew up in Gaza once you moved from Luda.
1: Yes, uh, obviously, I don't grow up because I actually born in Gaza at that time. And then uh, when my dad got the job by United Nations. I was uh, commuted between the States and Gaza, but most of the time I stayed in Gaza. Uh, When I grew up, I stayed more in in the States, studied there and uh, grew up in uh, between Chicago and Ohio. Mm -hmm. And then in 1987, Uh, The uh, situation changed completely in December 1987, December 8, where the uh, first Intifada started. Intifada means uprising, Palestinian uprising in Gaza and West Bank. And what happened that uh, morning, uh, as you know, most of the uh, laborers work inside the 1948 occupied Palestine. Mm-hmm. By the uh, construction business, and uh, while the workers coming back from uh, Tel Aviv uh, a Palestinian uh, bus, an Israeli uh, truck truck driver uh, deliberately uh, stopped in the middle of the road, and. Uh, collided face to face with that bus. And then he come out of his bus to a car was actually uh, parked on the side of the road and take the car and run away. Obviously, if this is a local uh, Palestinian coming back to the Strip, if this was a normal accident, the driver would not uh, really organize a little car waiting for him, mm. leaving, leaving his truck and run away from that truck to a car waiting for him and escape the scene. You know. Mm-hmm. So that scene by the Palestinians in a deliberate attacked. Okay. What happened mm-hmm. then? Those Palestinians who got killed and injured in the hospital, they come from different parts of the Strip, mm-hmm. Gaza Strip. So uh, let's say one person was from Rafah city, also some one person from Jabalia refugee camp died. Mm-hmm. Each city and each camp or each little town had the demonstrations mm. you know? so at that time uh, the so-called peacemaker <laughs> uh, criminal rabin mm-hmm. actually uh, decided to uh, respond by using uh,
0: force so was that the israeli leader at the time
1: israeli def- defense minister at that time gotcha yeah, Got you. Okay. yeah so at the same time all these people was taken to a, a main big hospital in gaza city called al-shifa hospital okay uh, they had a big list there of who died who got injured so those people who the families mothers or fathers uh, went to the hospital ended up taking their kids back dead bodies to to bury them in that town and each time they got a, a body or two Obviously, uh, they have a big demonstrations against the occupation, and then they were send a force. And during that uh, attack back against the Palestinians, more Palestinians were killed. So basically, the uh, demonstration and the resistance to the occupiers, and obviously intense resistance, and they spread from Gaza to West Bank. Mm-hmm. And that's what they call it, Palestinian Intifada. At that time, I was giving a job to cover the Gaza West Bank for NBC, NBC and the American TV.
0: News, news. Yeah,
1: yeah. so I was traveling from Gaza to West Bank and uh, attending uh, demonstrations and areas with the clashes with the Zionist uh, army. And uh, I was seeing a lot of the... Crimes and torture, and one of the main uh, thing I've done actually uh, was in a outside a little uh, camp called Jenin Camp in West Bank, mm-hmm. and uh, Palestinian youth was throwing stones at the Zionist army, and then they been ambushed by the army. One of them tried to escape. He ended up going down in the valley, so he was cut off from the from the camp where he is supposed to run to the camp to hide within the population. He was actually uh, stray from the camp to the bottom of the valley. They chased him there. And nearly 11 soldiers was picking up stones and breaking his arms. I, yeah, I did take that footage and was actually aired the same evening. Mm. That's caused an argument, well, that's caused an anger by the Zionist you know and mm. uh, they start looking for me obviously <laughs> because they're angry because that's a brutal you know one mm-hmm. young, young one young man about maybe 1820 being attacked by 11 soldiers uh, by picking up stones and breaking his mm. arms mm. and shoulders mm. they did obviously this uh, uh, the only the only democratic state in Middle East, the only lovely human rights uh, guardians, you know, mm-hmm. to commit such crimes. And that's where, where Shimon Peres, at that time, he came out and he said, our main enemy is a camera. Mm. So he wanted the crime to be committed in the dark. Right. Uh, because uh, don't forget, to, uh, there is four billion years, uh, sorry, $4 billion goes every year. Mm -hmm. to maintain the illegal Zionist occupation. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. And to have the Americans watching, you know, the Zionist army attacking one youth, you Mm -hmm. know. So uh, that was really uh, where it triggered my situation where I became wanted. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was difficult for them to to take action such as arrests because uh, American media and I'm I'm a citizen of the state at that time. Mm. So uh, the best solution is to uh, to kill me, Mm -hmm. you know, and how to do it when I appear in an area where clashes, they will shoot me and say, well, my mistake, Mm we're shooting at the Palestinians throwing stones. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happened lately with Shireen Abu Akleh from the uh, uh, era. So uh, she was not lucky. I was lucky because uh, in the entire 1988, yeah, December uh, 87, the Palestinian Intifada started. 1988, uh, one year I was shot four times. Four times? Four times, different times. And one of them actually uh, missed the heart by half a santi. You know. I have a, a scar in my back with about uh, nine pieces of metal. Wow. You know, fragmented uh, bullets. They used uh, every uh, bullet, they used every uh, method of uh, crimes. To, and they shot
0: you sort of uh, while you were filming? Um, yes. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: But then, that, uh, if, if I got killed, that'd be justified that uh, it was actually a mistake because we are shooting at the youth who uh, endangering the life of the uh, well-equipped Zionist soldier mm. with the, with the stones and uh, you became history, you know? So uh, in uh, this situation, I uh, I got in touch with uh, one very lovely uh, woman. She was a in an Israeli sister Tamara Belick, and she told me that uh, because they have access, they uh, treated different than the Palestinians, Israeli uh, solicitors, you know, uh, she said uh, I really think the best thing to do you must leave because they put you on the list to kill you, mm. you know, mm. so we uh, made a deal uh, through her for deportation, it means I leave and never come back. Mm. Mm. In August uh, 1989, I left the country I, uh, to the States and never been back to that country oh. since 19, well, August 30, 1989. 1989. I yeah. So that's the way I, I escaped, you know. Other one, which is the more is I, uh, I then joined a uh, uh, book with uh, an Israeli ex-Israeli soldier who became anti-occupation. Mm. Uh, called Yoram Benor, and mm-hmm. uh, the title of the book was uh, "My Enemy Myself." Mm-hmm. Right, and just to explain the idea of the title "My Enemy Myself," yeah. it's uh, a copycat of a um, black, uh, of sorry, a German white German uh, individual who decided to work in a German factory,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but he painted himself black completely he tried Mm. to obviously write about racism in germany that Mm. time Mm. Uh, he died from that chemical he used later i see but he wrote a book uh, called
0: (laughs) called
1: no he called uh, the title of the book black like me right but we use the same tactic of uh, okay so so what happened is the uran somehow he was a Well, Russian background, his dad Russian. Mm -hmm. But uh, his Arabic was nearly uh, 99.9. And why, right. his, why his Arabic was, I hope it me if I stray, uh, you know, because- No,
0: no, it's fine. You, you're fine. This is good. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm old man. I start talking about uh, it. <laughs> no, no. It's
0: very interesting. I, I, I'm yeah, following. I think I'll yeah, listen
1: yeah. to the following. Yeah. His, his Arabic comes from, uh, if you remember, uh, 1982, the Zionist invasion of Lebanon,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, they want to use uh, the same tactic, which is the Reagan used in Nicaragua, something called Contra. So the Israelis picked up uh, an uh, ex-retired Israeli, uh, sorry, Lebanese uh, general called uh, uh, Saad Haddad, and they created a little army for him under the Israeli supervision to attack the Palestinian resistance and the Lebanese resistance. Mm. Yoram was somebody who was sent there to train these uh, traitors, okay, on using guns and and name it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he got his Arabic from that time because he spent years doing that. And then suddenly uh, something happened to him. Maybe he woke up in the morning and he noticed this wrong. He became an anti-Zionist an anti-occupation I worked yeah. for uh, a few uh, newspaper and then in the end he ended up working for channel 12. Channel yeah, and then I believe he left, you know, uh, I don't know what he's doing now, you know, we're not getting in touch mm-hmm. for a long time. And, and that uh, experience that uh, my, uh, I mean, that's funny, his Arabic was 99.9, my Hebrew was very, very good. Right. Yeah, so I ha- he had to pose uh, in Gaza as uh, a Palestinian from America.
0: Because of his accent? Uh, or...
1: Yeah, just in case of the, you know, right. this is, this is, this is interesting. He, re- he went to Jabalia camp. Jabela camp is uh, one of the biggest camps in Gaza. Okay. Right. As Fatih uh, Awad, who was uh, an American-Palestinian just to try to record how the Palestinians see the conflict, you Mm -hmm. know, and I had to uh, end up being in Tel Aviv, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously I was that time young and handsome, not not angry like now, you know, (laughs) and I had to uh, spend uh, a week with uh, an Israeli woman called Mary, right? It's all designed, wasn't like a coincidence, you know, I followed her in a coffee shop for a few times. And uh, Mary, she was working in Gaza, in prison, mm-hmm. but she didn't know what my, my mission, you know. Okay. And uh, she was telling me about how they treat the Palestinian women. So she used to torture Palestinian ladies, you know. So just to
0: clarify, so she was an Israeli woman working in Gaza? Yeah. Okay. At, at, a, at the camps, at some of the, the refugee camps.
1: No, she was working in the Israeli jail torturing Palestinian yes, okay. woman. Okay, right. But she didn't know uh, who I am. You know, mm. she see me with the little hat. You know, she think. Are oh, you all. wearing it? A- yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, because you can't take a risk to uh, be exposed. Yeah. You know. Sure. And yeah. uh, I I remember uh, one night uh, Yoram was in uh, Jabaeda camp <laughs> and. Uh, he had a letter from Faisal Husseini. Faisal Husseini was like a Arafat ambassador to Jerusalem, in okay. a way. So Faisal gave him a letter just in case he got caught. You know, he had have to say, "No, look, I'm not a Mossad agent. Uh, you know, this is letter from Faisal Husseini, uh, I suppose Palestine." So I, I left him in uh, uh, Jabalia camp with a, a young artist. You know, he was staying in his house. And uh, somehow at night, the young artists, you, you know, the camp, the refugee camp, small houses. Yes. So yeah. Yoram, Yoram was in the same room, uh, sleeping, and Fatih, uh, uh, his doctor Yoram was calling himself Fatih Awad, and happened to be the artist called Fatih Gabin, famous artist in okay. refugee camp. And he heard him saying in Arabic, you know, I hope nobody will catch me, something like this. So he went and searched in his back. Mm-hmm. And then he called me. He said, I think the man in my house, he's a Mossad agent.
0: Mossad agent, okay. <laughs> I
1: said, look, look, don't do anything. Don't say anything. I'm coming. I was in West Bank.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was
1: in Jerusalem. I said, I'm coming to see you in the morning. I went in there. Yeah. And he said, uh, your friend is a Mossad agent. He was saying, I hope nobody will catch me. You know I said what do you mean he said he was saying in Arabic you know I said oh wait a minute I went for a coffee and I yes. show him Faisal letter right he said oh okay okay that's fine this is the case that's fine so that's one right. one incident uh your nearly got maybe killed or hanged in right, Gaza right, you know right, right, I see. yeah uh, I I managed to uh, to perform very well
0: you know yes yes so I, just I question about this, uh, this, this woman then. So she, she confessed to you. She told you that she was torturing Palestinian yeah, women. Yeah.
1: She, she says that's what job, that's what he job, is, job. you know, yeah. obviously she, she didn't say, uh, the message of torture, but obviously, yeah. uh, she, you know, I interrogate, uh, Palestinian girls and who are involved in, uh, terrorist, mm-hmm. uh, terrorist, you know, that language, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right. You know, so I had to, uh, I was recording her. Right, I but see. not not recording here for TV or social media. We wrote a book, so we were writing the information down. Gotcha. And and Yoram was recording people there, mm-hmm. in, in Gaza, you know. And then uh, I remember uh, we take a taxi from uh, Gaza to uh, a city called Jaffa. Yeah. And Jaffa, there is a slave market, you know, where Palestinians. Oh, a slave market where Palestinians picked up every morning to work in construction okay. for a cheap, cheap labor. So they have a, a spot every morning the Palestinians uh, gather there, and the Israeli come and say, "I need a builder. I need uh, whatever." Okay. Mm-hmm. So I take uh, this uh, Palestinian taxi driver, you know, who bring Palestinians from Gaza to Jaffa. And I went together with Yoram to the airport to see how the Palestinian uh, treated in the airport, you know, especially when they have the Palestinian Gaza plate number. Mm. And the minute we arrive, they just uh, stopped us. They take me in to be interrogated why I'm there. Mm-hmm. Right, Fatih, uh, which is uh, Yoram carrying a fake. Uh, ID that he's a Palestinian Uh, and the Palestinian guy was tortured by the soldiers at the entrance of the airport. They make him take all his wheels off, seats off. He treated really very bad. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: But the good thing about it, we have a guy from uh, cameraman. We hired a cameraman from Harris. Harris is a newspaper.
2: Newspaper, yeah. And,
1: And he was recording everything on camera. You know, mm. couldn't couldn't do anything to him because he was showing his uh obviously a uh, hard uh, cameraman yeah. yeah and then uh what happened when the book come out i became wanted
0: the one that you wrote with the israeli ex-israeli yeah.
1: soldier yeah
0: yeah his name was ben sorry is that right or
1: Yoram Benur?
0: You're on okay,
1: you're on yeah. and uh, that's where I became really uh, targeted, you know, mm. where they shot me in the heart, next next to my heart.
0: You wow. Know? And
1: Did they ever arrest,
0: arrest you and, and try and interrogate you?
1: Several times, yeah, yeah several yeah. times. I was uh, kept in detention for, uh, <laughs> for six months, okay? Six months. And you know why six months? I used to have a British office in Gaza, okay? Yeah. At that time, the Palestinian flag is not allowed.
2: Illegal.
1: They would take you to jail if they find a flag. Mm. Palestinians draw them in the street, I get a the graffiti, they put them in the street, but you find it in your house or in your pocket, you mm. guarantee to go to jail. So in my office, I have a big, massive flag of Italy. Okay. <laughs> because it's got the, get has got the same colors.
0: Same colors, right? right yeah. Right,
1: right. So when they invaded, uh, when we invaded the office, they said uh, to me, "Oh, why you have the Italian flag?" I said, "Because I like Italian flag." They said, "No, no, no, no. You wanted to uh, say that this is a Brazilian flag." I said, "No, it's not. It says Italy." Anyway, they <laughs> take me, they take me to jail, and uh, three days later, I in front to military judge.
2: Mm.
1: And my crime that I I carried, a, uh, well, I had a flag in my office. My intention is to be a Palestinian flag, you know? So I asked the judge, I said to him, if the soldier came to my house or my office and he find a watermelon, you know, watermelon, can mm-hmm. can I be arrested? And he said, are you being clever with me? I said, no, I'm asking you if the if the officer came to my house or my office, find a watermelon. See, because I was an American citizen, I can't speak more than normal mm-hmm. Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I get arrested? He said, well, explain to me. I said, because the Palestinian, sorry, the the watermelon outside the green. And then white, the seeds are black and inside red. This is a flag, you know, he said, because you try to be clever, I want to ask you to pay uh, well. Today money will be like five hundred dollars. I said no. He said why? Uh, You wanna be in instalment? I said no, because I don't want to pay for you bullets, the Palestinians. Mm
2: -hmm. He said then I
1: then uh, I sentenced you six months in the detention camp. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know military base. You know it's not like a jail, but uh, it's a jail. But you live in a military camp, like a military camp with uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. tents, military tents. Mm. And this yes, was, this was in Negev. Negev is like a desert area. Negev is
0: okay in the desert, right? Okay,
1: got you. Yeah. So I met a lot of people there. I come with a lot of stories because I find a lot of youth who mm. arrested for strong stones, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there was accusing me of using the TV car to smuggle the leaflets and flags and. You know, yes, uh, yeah. So they was putting all this accusation about me uh, doing all these activities, uh, and one of the things they want me to uh, tell them that you know, because in nineteen ninety seven when they have uh, sorry eighty seven when they have the uh, Intifada, they have an underground leadership. Yes, nobody knows who they are, but we know who they are because we do interview them. Yeah. Uh, but we will not know where they are, because when we go to a spot to interview somebody, they, 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 they will not let you know where they are. They take you in a car, you can see nothing.
2: But, yeah.
1: But they want me to uh, help them to know where they are, because they know I interview these people. I said, no, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if I do that, I two things will happen to me. One, I lose my job or trust from the local, Second, so I'll be shot.
2: Mm.
1: Said I will not be your traitor. You know, mm-hmm. you, go, you want them go look for them. Mm. So that's where the relationship went really, uh, well, it was no relationship. The attitude became really uh, very hostile. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, as the I city I was deported. Mm-hmm.
0: No. Yes, true. Uh,
1: yeah. I was twice on uh, house arrest. Right. Yeah, you can't leave <laughs> for six months. One was signed by uh, Rabin, one was signed by a defense minister called Moshe Arens. Right. You know, so, uh, a total year, two separate uh, orders. So, your uh, activity is very limited.
0: Right, uh, right. This is obviously in Gaza, under house arrest in Gaza, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, they, they could come anytime. And, if you're not and, home. And, and,
0: right, I see. And, and while you were either in, uh, in the camp, uh, the one in the desert or under house arrest or any other time i mean when when the israelis interrogated you i assume they asked you questions at some point what was that like
1: well number one they're interested to know who they are the under under uh, underground leadership mm-hmm. you know number two uh who was the activist you know uh, they mean military activists people who throw cocktail militov uh yeah. You know, consider to them dangerous. Mm. You know, and then mm. uh, who are the uh, organizers? Because each camp they have their own committee. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. see if you want to break the whole uh, uh, obviously uh, process, you have to go. Uh, you can't get the the roots, which is the the under underground leadership. Yeah, mm. but you can defeat them by uh, control the camps and mm. arrest arrest those who incite. Incite, you know, yes. activities mm-hmm. uh, against the Zionist uh, army. So I will, I will not, really, obviously give this information. and Nobody would do that, right? Not because uh, I'm a other journalist, because I'm an anti-occupation, and I, uh, I, I obviously not willing to support the legal occupation of the Palestinian land, and mm-hmm. Palestinian people. Yeah. So that's two and, and, major yeah. things happening with me.
0: Yeah, I understand. So when they when they try and, when they tried to find this information out, would they threaten your family? Would they torture you? Um, did they, What kind of methods would they try and use to get? Okay.
1: information? Uh, okay, I tell you what happened. Uh, one one morning, uh, I used to receive the delegations from Europe and the United States, and I used to take them to the camps. Like a tour. Mm-hmm. To a family lost their child or son, uh, woman, husband in jail, you know, so they can actually inter- interview these people and take info. And one morning, uh, I was I had a call from this group who said they come from Norway. Uh, said yes, they said we are five. We would like to come down and take us around to the uh, Gaza Strip. I said okay what time we should meet, uh, we'll meet nine o'clock, where they said, outside the United Nations uh, headquarters. Uh, but happened that United Nations headquarters in a very, very uh, uh, quiet area, few houses around. Mm-hmm. It's nearly on the beach of the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. Gaza City on the beach. So it's an ideal place if you wanted to kidnap somebody. Uh, 9 in the morning are likely to have any any cars coming that way, only United mm-hmm. Nations cars. So I went there and I, I was young and stupid. I didn't think, you know, uh, anything. So I waited, waited there and suddenly uh, an Israeli military jeep drove past me, but he must be calling the undercover, telling, oh, uh, he's there. This delegation, they asked me, how are we are going to identify you because we're not from here, I told him, you know, I'll, I'll have a blue shirt, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The next thing they didn't show up. So I decided to walk to leave the area so I can take a taxi in the main road. The minute I left the area, a car came behind me speeding and uh, the guy in the backseat opened the door, which is hit me in the back. So I went in my face. They handcuffed me and they put, a, uh, obviously, a, a sack of Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they drove, drove, drove. Uh, there was going circle, 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 just to show that they are really very far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I know that they're not far. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: anyway, I, I end up going to a little uh, city adjacent to Gaza Strip called uh, Ashkelon. Mm-hmm and then I was taking out of a car. I could hear uh, children playing outside.
2: Mm. It
1: look, look like the civilian building, they have an office there within mm. the civilian building. So I was taken to this, and then I was asked in the interrogation to give them information and I uh, refused. They said, okay, well, nobody knows you are with us. Okay, mm. so we could shoot you and uh, spread rumors that he was killed by Fatah or by you know other Palestinian factions, mm-hmm. and then then everybody knows you are traitor. Mm. You know, so the tactic was psychologically that uh, I'll be killed, not only get killed, mm-hmm. I'll be considered as a traitor for, for mm-hmm. the Israelis. Uh, so I said. No information. I know nothing. I know this. Uh, he kept me from nearly 10 o'clock till about uh, 7 evening.
2: Mm.
1: But suddenly, uh, 7 evening, I was taken to another room, and then I was asked to wash my face. They gave me a comb. They told me mm-hmm. to dress nice, you know, because, uh, you know, I was shackled. And
2: mm. uh,
1: and then uh, a member of the uh, Red Cross came in and take me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's caused me out, back to mm-hmm. uh, to Gaza. That's it looked cool. like somebody uh, reported, and most likely one of the United Nation cars, happened mm-hmm. to be in the area, and they reported. Uh, I mean, to be, I was known in Gaza, so if mm-hmm. I get if I get missing, they will know that I'm missing. Yeah, so
2: right.
1: they take me back, you know, and uh, that was. Uh, all the time they use really uh, severe uh, mm. tactic of mm. uh, forcing me to give info. And that was actually uh, the only way, you know, for them. They think they will get info about uh, my uh, activity and who I'm dealing with.
2: Mm. Uh, mm. I see,
1: I see. Not, not giving any food, any drink. For yeah. Time. Uh, there was coming a uh, bad cup and good cup, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah he want, he want to kill you and uh yes. he want to you know, but we, uh, i'm trying to say look look he he would make a deed and you know and yeah. I, I know this tactic obviously right
0: right yeah. right. right
1: this this right. is one of the uh, uh severe experience i i have
0: right yeah just so yeah. one then is um you know over the over the last 30 years how uh Palestine and Gaza and West Bank how, how they've been run has changed somewhat but I, you know people usually talk about apartheid um and how you know the system there how it's run is an apartheid system and you talked about you know you would take a only certain taxi drivers could come out of Gaza um I know obviously now that things might have changed in you know, the blockade of Gaza and the wall um, but this this idea of apartheid I mean I don't know if you can maybe Talk about that. How how does it play out? What does it look like? This um, the system.
1: Well, uh, to be honest with you, I am some, sometimes surprised uh, how late uh, people calling the the Zionist uh, entity as hide If you look at the laws of that uh, regime from uh, day one, it is an apartheid regime.
2: Mm.
1: Number one you cannot marry a Jew, okay? In Gaza
2: or in Anyway, anyway,
1: in Palestine, you know, uh, 1948 Palestinians who are uh, nearly two million people, they're not allowed Mm -hmm. to marry a Jewish uh, woman. Wow. It's a law. This is is in the parliament. Wow. And we will talk about it today. This is, look about 1948. We are now in 2023. You know, there's no mix uh, in schools, mm.
2: in Paris, no
1: Palestinian 1948. When I say Palestinian 1948, means Palestinians who carry an Israeli identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're not allowed to go to the same schools. Mm. Yeah. Uh, scholarship in universities, not allowed to the Palestinians, unless you are a Palestinian in 1948, uh, uh, serves in the army. Mm. so first you had to go to kill people in gaza west bank to deserve a scholarship right you know uh, the schools children's schools. if you look at the uh, education from age five but the arabs dirty people arab mm. is your enemy
0: that's what they it's, teach them
1: it's there it's there uh, i'm not accusing them it's there yeah Yeah. It's it's still today. And and by the way, there is a woman in Oxford, she's an Israeli woman. Uh, She wrote about that, about Mm -hmm. the education from day one to the Israeli children. Mm -hmm. Songs, songs of children saying, I want to kill an Arab. Send the Arab to the, to the uh, oven. Same language of the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When the Nazis, you say send the Jews to the oven. Yeah. 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 Now, if this not upper to hide, I don't know what is this
2: mm.
1: now in, uh, in in Jerusalem, for example, because it's a uh, Jerusalem divided in a way, Western mm. Mm. West and East. West Jerusalem is a uh, totally 100 percent Israeli. Mm. East. There are a lot of Palestinians, but there is also uh, now uh, a lot of uh, settlers. Uh, Moving there and stealing land, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: If
1: uh, if uh, a young man like you, a Palestinian, go to uh, the West uh, Jerusalem to a nightclub and seen seen with a Jewish woman, there's a group of uh, fascists. You know, they wear yellow shirts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They come and beat you up. Mm.
2: They
1: murder you. Mm operating under the eyes of the so-called government police. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's the same thing with the black shirts, Nazis. Sure. US. Yeah. So yeah. if this is not a uh, uh, racism and apartheid, I don't know what they call that. You know, mm. Mm. Uh, in the transport, Palestinians from uh, so-called Israel had a, a private uh, car plate number, start with, mm. the, with the with the number nine. Mm-hmm. So, they identify you, uh, you are real Israeli mm-hmm. Jew, Jew or Palestinian Israeli. Mm. So, you'd be harassed and stopped and checked. Even yeah. though you. Uh, Palestinians in 1948 did not carry Israeli passport, their passport is like an ID.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you're not citizens of that country. Right. Yeah. The budgets for uh, the cities. I'm not even talking about Gaza West Bank, because mm-hmm. under military uh, regime, I'm talking about even within the so-called uh, Zionist uh, entity, mm-hmm. Palestinian villages' budget is not even 10% of the budget to a next door village, which is an Israeli village. Israeli village,
0: yeah, so they're, they're underfunded, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. So, uh, obviously, uh, you have to look at it from day one, you know, now people think, oh, to hide. The, the only reason they trigger the issue to is the wall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, now you have roads. The, uh, the
0: wall, the wall, right, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. And, and now you have ro- roads in West Bank, roads for Jews, or roads for Palestinians. You cannot drive in the same road. It says, yeah. big, big sign, big sign, Jewish only. Right. There's nothing hidden. It's not, you know, people think. Yeah, oh, no, know, I, I
0: agree. You, yes,
1: yeah. yeah you know, it's apartheid regime. Oh, apartheid regime. This it is a big sign in Hebrew, Arabic and English. Jewish motorists only.
0: Jewish motorists only. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then a separate is, road for Arabs. Yeah yeah. 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 This this road actually uh, built on a stolen land. In the middle of Beaver Farms, because led to the settlements. Mm. Because mm. if you keep, mm. if you think about it, uh, mm. to take a settler from a settlement to a city of Jerusalem, uh, had to be escorted by military jeeps. Mm-hmm. It's cost. It's a cost is it?
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: It's the same situation with the Algerian uh, and French settlers in Algeria. Mm -hmm. To move from A A, A to B, it was costing the French uh, army. In the end, they gave up Mm -hmm. after years of resistance Mm -hmm. and and nearly two million of uh, Algerian victims. So uh, to be sure they're secure to travel alone, hmm? they take all this uh, land, they build the highways, uh, and imagine how many settlements there. We all actually uh, did a net of highways built, especially from settlements to yep. Tel Aviv, settlements to Jerusalem.
2: Mm, mm.
1: You know, uh, and also in expense of the Palestinian farmer land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm,
1: so, mm-hmm. And uh, this is only for the to to accommodate the uh, fascist right-wing
2: mm-hmm.
1: Jewish uh, settlers who yep. came from Brooklyn and uh, and and uh, Europe, stealing yep. Palestinian land. Yeah. Yeah. So, I well, mean, actually, what else in apartheid? What else in apartheid? should say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and under the apartheid in South Africa, you know, that yes. time, I mean, even even uh, Desmond Toto, when he visited Palestine, he said that's worse than in South Africa. Even apartheid South Africa was really bad.
0: Yes. Yes. So
1: car car accident, you send the ambulance. The what uh, medic said, no, no. Uh, sorry, it's a black yeah. uh, victim. Bye. It's the same thing. Israeli yeah. Israeli medics will not become a Palestinian man get injured. It, it, it's, it's a it's a copycat, and even mm-hmm. more to make Desmond Tutu and uh, Mandela to say, yeah, and mm-hmm. Mandela son who visits mm-hmm. Palestine to say, mm-hmm. uh, you know we left love uh, high South Africa it was nice compared to this yeah.
0: right well, there's one thing I think I do remember Desmond Tutu saying was that even under South African apartheid was there was never a wall they never had a wall a, a big yeah. wall like this yes um, that's true yeah okay. I, I don't know I mean obviously I know that the wall is quite a recent thing it's not necessarily from the start 1948 but um I, you have these turnstiles where you know you have the you have to come with your your book um, and in South Africa, the, 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 the book you know, yeah, the, the pass book, Don Pass was the book that every mm-hmm. every person had to carry it. But yes. if you were yes. a black person and you were passing through a white area and the police stopped you, you would have to hand over. And if you didn't have a good reason to be in that area, you could be locked mm-hmm. up and detained. So, but uh, this sounds exactly like it is. Well, in the Palestinians,
1: Palestinians carry an ID, mm-hmm. plastic card, like uh, your uh, Barclays Bank, yes, yeah? yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When you come to checkpoint. Right, because yeah. there is a, a 500 checkpoint in West Bank, right? Jesus. Which yeah. means, which means if I want to travel from Birmingham
0: mm-hmm.
1: to Manchester, it takes me an hour and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm.
1: I want to travel under the occupation from Birmingham to Manchester, it takes me 10 hours
0: because of the stops queuing up, because stopping, stopping.
1: There, there is a mobile uh, checkpoint, too, means. Uh, Israeli Jeep can be driving, suddenly he stops, he put mm-hmm. a checkpoint. And then what happens is you hand over that uh, card. Mm-hmm. In that card all your information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say your cousin was arrested for activities. He gets mm-hmm. arrested. You
0: get, you get arrested because, yes,
1: cousin. Yeah, because you true. you you are a cousin okay. of a ter- terrorist. You know. Palestinians uh, to travel from the West Bank,
2: mm-hmm.
1: from sorry, from uh, Jerusalem to Bethlehem, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. I traveled several times, 20 minutes. Now it takes four hours. Jesus. They created the cages like, uh, you know, the cows. Yes,
0: the, the turnstiles.
1: The, the, the cattle, the cattle, yeah. the cages. Yeah. Yeah. They seen these people every day traveling, they still ask you every day, where you go, every- your name, your mother, your father. Where you live, you know, every day they see you. Yeah, it's not like you know, suddenly, uh, uh, Richard come from UK to visit uh, Jerusalem. I'm gonna say, Who is this Richard? Well, Richard lives there. Yeah, yeah, probably the soldier who stopped you. Yeah, he's seen you 10 times before, but they right. make it difficult for you, you know, to make life so uh, miserable for the yeah. Palestinians. That's his psychological war. Right. Psychological war- warfare against Palestinians, you know? Mm-hmm. Kids in the school, uh, to travel to school, right? They stop them, sell their bags. They arresting the children. Here, you know, they say the human rights and children underage and mm-hmm. against Geneva uh, Convention. Geneva Convention for them is a toilet paper.
0: Mm. Right.
1: Yeah, right. so I don't know what, what is the definition of, uh, I mean, I wish they will have a, to be honest with you, Richard, I wish they will have a war all the way from the sea to the border of Jordan. And we they're there, and there, they don't want to see them. They, they're in love with ghettos, this Zionist.
0: In love with what, sorry?
1: Ghettos, ghettos, the. Big Get, okay, right. yeah. gettos, you know, uh, they're putting Palestinians the same. I, I said all the time. Uh, today, the Palestinians, the Jewish of yesterday, mm-hmm. and the, the so-called Israeli Jews, are uh, the Nazis. Mm-hmm. The, the general Nazis. It's just reverse. You know, mm-hmm. and if you look at the psychology, it's the same thing. The same mm-hmm. language. They arrested a the guy uh, last week. After seven days, he died in jail. Well. Sorry, uh, not seven days. he been there for three months. Mm. So
0: this is the guy on the hunger strike, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. But this is his fifth time hunger strike.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, Khadr Adnan. And they, they killed him. Mm. Yeah. This, this, this is this is what they, the, uh, I mean, uh, uh, it's under the eyes of the international co- so-called international yeah. community. You know, the ICC, I mean, you heard the ICC? Yes. The, the They issue a joke uh, arresting Putin. Yes. You know why? Because Putin uh, was accused of removing a member of a family or children from Ukraine to one. Palestinians remove daily hundreds of them, villages, you know, and the ICC (laughs) guy can see that.
0: No always weren't forever, at any time, for any of them. Yeah. Where where was the response for the Israelis, right,
1: exactly? Yes, yes. The Palestinians' uh, village called uh, Musafar village, actually uh, in Hebron. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: The whole village was removed and destroyed, Mm -hmm. including the mosque. I don't know the ICC guy having whiskey that day or (laughs) cognac. I don't know what he drinks.
0: I, I'm glad you brought this up. It's a very good example. Of, and of that's the why
1: said, yeah. And that's why South Africa put out.
0: Mm, mm. Yes.
1: Yeah. She, yeah, she well, said, clearly, she said, what about, the what about the Palestinians? I said, who? Who? who we don't know. Uh, where are the Palestinians? <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs>
0: right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything you've described, though, I mean, talking about the identity cards, this is almost identical to the Dompas system of South African apartheid. Yes. Talking yeah, tell, about uh, roads, you know, roads for Jewish only and Arabs only, different at, uh, schools. Yes, yes and, yes. and sort of only getting scholarships if you do certain things, not access to the same thing. But, okay, I so… I'll
1: I, I something I forgot to mention. Yeah. They commit criminal crimes that nobody ever think of. Mm-hmm. In 19, uh, 1987, sorry to, to stop you for one second, no, Eighty seven. You know, every year in this country we change the time, summer, winter, summer, winter. Yes. In
2: 1987
1: and 1888, the Palestinians changed the time. The Israelis actually changed the time mm-hmm. from winter to summer, let's say.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, a kind of a resistance to the Zionist entity. The Palestinians said, no, we're going to follow the old time. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't
1: they tell us when to change our time. Mm-hmm. So what they were doing now in Gaza, uh, the Israelis, they're stopping people. And first thing they do, they catch you from your left hand, look at your time. So you time nine, but they're time ten. Mm-hmm. They, you hold your arm like this, and break it from the elbow. Wow! This is was Rabin Balat, Rabin Balasi. The the uh, what he he, he got a uh, Nobel Prize was so this is
0: a famous person who they broke his arm.
1: No, everybody. You just stop okay. in the street. If your if your time different than their time, they broke your arm.
0: Break arm there.
1: Yeah. Right. I interviewed a, a young man who was sitting outside his house. Okay. Yeah. And it was summer, you know, Gaza's hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. And this man, he had a tattoo here. And the tattoo happened to be a prasina flag. Okay. believe or not the soldiers arrested him on the spot outside his house and cut the skin
0: cut the tattoo Uh, off
1: yeah and i interviewed this man in in shifa hospital myself nobody told me that yeah i seen it myself i interviewed he told me it is a Mm. witness Uh, the neighbors Mm. told me the story Mm. i talked to different people who uh, didn't know what they're gonna ask them Mm. and ask uh, what happened to this guy, oh, the soldier on this, this, you know, uh, I mean, uh, crimes is like a... Yeah, these are
0: horrendous crimes. Yeah, horrendous crime.
1: yeah. yeah that's, uh, I just uh, thought to mention uh, the uh, mm. uh, the time changing, just, just for the time. Yeah. No, no,
0: that's, it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting yeah. also that Palestinians were using the time as a way of resistance, a form of resistance. Yeah. You only
1: see that in, uh, in Western media.
0: No, I mean, this is why we, particularly why I wanted to speak to you, is because to hear these stories and hear this perspective and hear that. How, daily... how,
1: how this yeah. lovely Zionist who are uh, finding a safe heaven, escaped mm-hmm. the Nazis, poor guys can commit mm-hmm. such a crime.
2: Right. You know? is, yeah. is, uh, but, okay. but
1: people don't look at the back. I mean, in 1967, there's, there's an edition of New York Times.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have it somewhere in my file big demonstration in in New York. Mm-hmm. What it says on the in the banners: Be a dollar, kill an Arab.
0: Be, be a what, sorry?
1: Be a dollar.
0: pay a dollar, kill, kill an, Arab. an
1: Arab. Yeah. In New York City. Sheesh. In New York Times. Yeah. And they will say today to me, uh, you know the you know the Israelis apartheid system. Really? Mm-hmm. You just woke up now
0: yes you only you only realize it now exactly yeah, yeah. You know, this has been going on for 70 years um ha, yeah
1: yeah Have you heard Have you heard of a guy called uh make
0: say the name again sorry Mick buried no no I don't know he,
1: he he wrote a, a book called my father was a general
0: my father was a general okay you,
1: you should interview him mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah if you if you if you if you don't introduce him and he speaks you he think he's a Palestinian
0: okay but he's Israeli
1: he, his dad was a top general actually
0: okay okay I see and I see. he's
1: he's in California now I can send you his link sometimes mm. I interviewed him one time actually
0: I, that would be great I, I'd love to interview him yeah yeah so he, he talked about how the state works and and what, what does he uh, yes talk about?
1: He, yes he talked about the apartheid state he talked about uh, mm-hmm. himself himself as an Israeli American visiting with the Palestinian kofiya how mm. he been treated Imagine, what about a Palestinian, you know, yeah. having a having a flag, you yeah. know. And then, uh, the reason I mention him, because I want to say something to you. His, yeah. uh, his sister, uh, she carried a different name because he carried her husband's name. She teaches in Oxford University, and she actually focused a lot on the Israeli education system for children. Yeah. I was telling you earlier to tell them, uh, kill Arabs and Arab your enemy or this, you know, uh, racist mm-hmm. education for children. So they, they actually uh, brainwashed the children from age five. She wrote a lot about that, this woman. That's his sister. And how Bill became a, a supporter of Palestine, mm-hmm. his sister daughter was killed one of the suicide, you know, suicide bombs in right. yeah. And this we were, thought wait a minute uh, must be a reason for this to happen we kill palestinians yeah. palestinians killing israelis so they don't take it as a an, uh, hatred or uh, became uh, mm-hmm. anti-palestinian zionist became a friend of the palestinians understanding what happened and bailed being for the last 20 years activists in california and mm-hmm. uh, all over the world in support of palestine And lately he wrote a book, well, two years ago, he wrote a book uh, titled, My uh, Father Was a General. Okay. And I told him, in the interview, I told him I interviewed his dad. When I was in Jerusalem, his dad was in the army. He was I I interviewed him. And uh, he actually issued uh, arrest, his father to arrest me, because when I interviewed him, it's through a friend who knows him. He told me he can meet me in his house, right? So when I went with the TV crew to his house, I started talking to him, this in Hebrew. He had a military jacket, okay? Right, yeah. But, but the bottom was a pyjama. <laughs> and, I, and I was told not to, to Not take to film it.
0: the bottom off, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. he was sitting behind the desk. Right, but right,
1: I, right. I did show that, you know. And he got angry,
0: you know. <laughs> so that was your <laughs> worst part was because you filmed him in his pajamas.
1: Yeah, that's that, that his father, actually. You know? <laughs> so
0: this is the father he, of the guy not the he, he laughed
1: when I told him the story. He laughed. He said, uh, I see it as a joke. I, I didn't really get angry. <laughs> he said, yeah, I said, no, yeah, oh, but yeah. he's a military man. He will not like it. <laughs> <serious> guy, <yeah. laughs> well, so I was a bad your... guy. I was a bad guy. So uh, yeah. I used to do bad things. <laughs>
0: so gonna, I've I've got some questions then. So, um the you mentioned of well, we've discussed, of course, the apartheid system, how it works, and, and various elements. So, these the Arabs that get to sit in in the Knesset in the parliament. So, in the Knesset, you know, you have yeah, the What about these guys? What about these Arabs? What what's the situation there?
1: We see the uh, the Arab in the Israeli uh, Parliament, so called Knesset. Uh, they're at least like the mayor of the city, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, what the mayor actually job in, in England is to be sure that we will cut a clean road, uh, rubbish been rubbish removed, uh, school been running, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys, uh, when they get addicted, I mean, other than uh, the the uh, rubbish in the streets and School mm. budget—they can't get nowhere because you talk about what eleven seats,
0: mm. right? Eleven, okay. Mm.
1: Eleven seats, not even one percent of the uh, sixty-two. Right, right. So when they want to vote for anything, the parliament is a Zionist parliament, right-wing. Mm.
2: you have
1: so-called left-wing uh, merits one guy mm-hmm. Sitting, mm-hmm. sitting alone since Jesus' crucif- crucif- crucifixion. He's sitting there. He said, no, 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 yes, no, no. He had no power. Right. So uh, the other seat became a 12 with an extra Israeli uh, uh, liberal Zionist. Mm-hmm. I can't say left wing, you know. Uh, so any proposal to be shut down.
0: I just, to, just to understand. So it's they have a, around 11 seats. Out of how many seats are in the Hineset? Uh, 60 60 okay okay yeah.
1: right right good okay it's it's a good number but not good enough to pass any laws yeah
0: no no not enough to pass the vote yeah so yeah. so carry on go ahead as yeah. you're saying the,
1: the good number to to try to uh, support certain government by saying uh netanyahu running for office he's short of uh 10 seats we give you our seats if you give us some ice cream yes you know, but 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 not like you know if you uh, ease the uh, checkpoint in Gaza west bank if you uh, stop the settlement no it just you know uh, my my uh, my uh, my village the village needed water mm-hmm. we are in 2023
2: 20,
1: now mm. the palestinian land was occupied so called the creation of the Zionist entity in 1948
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: 76 77 years
0: yeah yeah
1: there's some villages now in, in inside the entity palestinian villages with no water mm. with no right roads do you know some villages till today you got no electricity no electricity till now and i challenge anybody today who to listen to the show hmm, to come back and say i want to challenge this man
0: Sure.
1: Any information I give you, I want somebody to call you back and said, no, I want to come on the show and tell this man he's a liar.
0: There we go. Open challenge to anyone listening. Who yes. Believe.
1: Yes. Yes. I, 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 anytime. And I, I pay also, if you want to challenge and I pay him money too. <laughs> every time, every time we find a lie, I give him hundred pounds.
0: There we go. We'll do that. hundred pounds for anyone who wants to debate. Yeah, if,
1: a if you find, find four, four lies, I get 400 pounds. Well, yeah, you can get you that. We
0: yeah. <laughs> there's your
1: open challenge for anyone there. Yeah. So <laughs> but, um, t- 23, we're in 23, days. villages with no electricity, yes. and they're supposed to be Palestinian citizens, uh, sorry, Israeli citizens.
0: Israeli citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah Forget yeah.
1: about yeah. their background. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's
1: just imagine my area here in Birmingham, we have a large majority of, uh, well, large minority of uh, Pakistanis, mm. British Pakistani background. Yes. Right? Imagine this area, get no water, you no know, electricity. what will happen here? That'd be, this would yeah. uh, be, be a crime. Maybe big, big, big ha-ha about it. They would. Uh, yeah, this country, uh, so-called, uh, I don't call it a country, to be with you. it's a Zionist settlement.
0: Zionist settlement, right, right. right. It's, a, it's a
1: Zionist settlement. This Zionist entity mm-hmm. within their own population, yeah, Okay, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. If you, are a Palestinian teacher, want to teach in Israeli school, what are the chances?
0: Mm.
1: One of the requirements, did you serve the country? What do you mean? Have you in listened the army? The army. No. The, you your enemy of the state. Yeah. Why, why are you in the, the army? It's your country. Mm. See, that time became your country. You know, so uh, if you're a student, uh, you know, at the universities, as a Palestinian student, cannot have accommodation within the campus, in campus, unless you have an ID that you actually serve the army. I see. But so in the, in the, the,
0: conscription, the conscription serves as a way of of controlling who can do what job. So that that's yes. actually, in a sense, that's a, it's it's that role within the apartheid system. So. Technically, you can apply, there's no restriction if you're, if you're an Arab, mm-hmm. but if you haven't done conscription, then you can't. So because the Arabs are less likely to want to do serve in the Israeli army, mm-hmm. that's the way of regulating. Is yes. that correct?
1: Yes, yes. Plus, plus the service will not be provided in the villages.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As I said, some villages get no electricity, get no water. Mm-hmm. We would have to carry water from next uh, city and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. big tanks. Mm. Uh, I'm talking, when I said about the campus, you cannot live in campus or get scholarship. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you are a traitor to the to the state, mm. you're anti-state, so why you don't invest in the army? That's why they recruit a small number of Druze, you heard the Druze?
0: Druze, this is a, an ethnicity uh yeah, yes. yeah, 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 Arab, Arab tribe? Yeah,
1: Palestinians, yeah, they mainly... They live in Middle East, in Syria, and Lebanon, uh-huh. but there is a group of them, uh, Palestinian Druze. Uh-huh. And uh, since the creation of this big Zionist settlement, their leadership, okay, uh, blushed to support the state. Uh-huh. But uh, years later, youth, uh, like, uh, I don't know if he's still alive, or he's old now, Salman Nathur who became member of the Israeli Communist Party, mm-hmm.
2: known
1: as Raka, before now they, they call it Democratic uh, Party of uh, Communist Israel, whatever. At that time, was called Raka. He mm-hmm. created a, a new group mm-hmm. called the Initiative, the Druze Initiative,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and tried to make them to leave the army.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He got a little bit of success, but there is still, uh, some of these people who uh, actually uh, uh, use still in the Israeli army, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the was uh, the reason they give them privilege uh, studies. Uh, mm-hmm. The the, the Rus, uh, towns treated to mm-hmm. like any any Israeli town because the contribution to the army. I
0: see, I see, I see. And because, because you speak,
1: yeah. speak the Arabic, yeah, they, yeah, they send them to Gaza West Bank at that time. Yeah. Now it's West Bank, yeah to control the population on behalf of the uh, Zionist regime mm,
2: mm, I see
1: but they were not uh, a lot of them left the army they speak about how they've been discriminated I see against them they even uh, one of them said uh, last year they told him you are a dirty Arab mm. uh, and he was a member of the uh, Israeli, uh, army. Israeli He's, army his a group,
0: state.
1: His, his group Yep. The, the officer told me, you are an dirty Arab, he left the army after that comment, he yep. resigned from the army, so uh, just to show uh, the nature of the racist regime.
0: No, yeah, I, I, I mean, this is the first I've heard how conscription is used um, to, to, to basically be a, a way of, of, of weeding out um, mostly yes. Arabs, and then, of course, anyone else who doesn't want to actually serve the state will then be seen as enemy of the state. Yes. That's That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, no ta-
1: taxation uh, don't forget taxation taxation yeah you not pay tax uh, an israeli guy will not pay tax is really businessman like you do hmm.
0: so you pay more tax if you're palestinian
1: yes yes this is in jerusalem the old palestinian shops because the policy is to close you down mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah they call the they call the taxation system there arnona arnona yeah arnona mean business tax
0: mm.
1: you know uh like here here majesty whatever here mm. majesty save money whatever you call it in this country yeah yeah <laughs> right and there they call it Arnona and they come in and they actually impose a tax here they tell you how much you sit a, a month mm-hmm. in, in UK how much you pay tax mm.
2: mm-hmm?
1: so you your your accountant submit a report that I made 10,000 yes. this month, you have to pay uh,
0: 30%. Okay.
1: There right. There is a letter come to you and said you need to pay $500, $10,000.
0: Regardless of how much you've earned?
1: No, no, no. There's no... That, you just no, pay, no, you pay.
0: They just no, decide no, you pay. No. Those.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right. Again, again, this is a st- strange. And uh, a lot of your listeners will be thinking, uh, what is this guy talking about? Uh, also, we're offering a hundred dollars for somebody That's to challenge that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of money to be made after your show. Uh, yeah. Richard. <laughs> a lot of money, a lot of money from Sunny.
0: <laughs> oh, but the thing is, you might get taxed on it, Johnny, you might get taxed. Yeah, you know,
1: and a show and a show, and a show uh, like this, we can debate uh, these issues.
0: Absolutely, definitely, yeah.
1: definitely. So if a Zionist, <laughs> if a Zionist called you, uh, welcome him, please.
0: Yes, no, no, any Zionists are welcome to come here and debate us. <laughs> <laughs> debate, John. Um, so just, I'm I actually, I'm running out of time myself, actually. So we might have to, we might have to bring you on another time, John, to talk about more stuff. So w- I wanted to get into um, into something specific about the leadership. So we talked about, you know, the guys in parliament, the guys in the Knesset, the Arabs in the Knesset. The, the mm-hmm. in the
1: Knesset, Knesset yeah. um,
0: I don't think I'll have enough time to go through the, your entire history of of, of sort of which organization you were part of and, and all that I think
1: I think if you think you run out of time you know you send me 14 questions you think you're gonna be done in 15 minutes you know yes I, I think you need another few hours
0: yes exactly I mean we're not we're not gonna answer all of the questions we we, we submitted to you so I think mm-hmm. we're gonna have to go through uh, maybe just we'll have to actually put some closing remarks actually so I think we've got about 10 more eight more minutes that so we, we can record mm-hmm. um, and then okay. I'm gonna have to get you on another time John I'll have to get you on maybe any, next, any,
1: any time, yeah. any time time,
0: and, and for you for your free also anytime anytime yes no, oh, no sure sure sure. so so uh, for, for tonight's session let's um let's let's finish with um a question on on um yeah just a quick thought on the the current state of actually no so let me, let me rephrase that let's let's we'll talk about the politics next time let's get the, politics mm-hmm. time. Uh, the question i put you is why do you think the u.s has such um support for the Israelis. Uh, and, and I'll put it to you, uh, maybe I'll answer that question a bit myself. If there was no Suez Canal, do you think things would be different in Palestine?
1: Not really, because uh, if you think about it, as you said, we're going to talk next time with this uh, issue, we're going to touch on the Arab regimes, mm. especially the Egyptian regime today. Mm. Yeah. But the the motive of the Americans of support Israel, okay, Uh, The Israeli is a military, you know, uh, guard dog in the Middle Mm -hmm. East. We thought after the collapse of the Soviet Union and the end of the Cold War, right, we thought Israel would be not really a very important player in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the problem is a lot of people don't understand that uh, the support actually come from uh, Nearly 50 million uh, American Christian Zionists mm. who believe mm. that uh, had to be a Jewish state for Jesus to come back. Mm. the second uh, second uh, return. Yeah. yeah. He'd be also hanged this time. They said they're having robbed for him. First time on crucifixion. This time, going to be hanging, you know. Right. So this money comes from the uh, lobby who actually, motivated by a religious fanaticism. Those who believe that uh, in order to save the world mm-hmm. we need mm-hmm. to have uh prepare the jewish state in mm-hmm. jews return to palestine okay mm-hmm. in order for jesus to retain but the second goal of this mission is to convert all jews to become christians
2: mm-hmm.
1: see it's a it's a double-edged sword mm-hmm. one hand is good that Israelis. Believe that it's good that this Zionists support us.
2: In mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. the uh, in the other hand, they say, "Wait, wait a minute! They want us to become Christians."
2: Mm.
1: And uh, Jews, uh, just uh, general information: Jews and uh, Muslims are likely to convert. Christian mm. can convert to uh, Jews, Jewish or Muslim, but Jews and Muslims do not do that. The nature, okay, the nature of the religion,
0: nature of the religion, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, Jews believe that uh, we cannot, we have to have a clean race, Jewish only. Mm-hmm. So, if you're uh, if you if you're uh, dad, Jews, Jewish, mm-hmm. and your mom, Jewish, sorry, and your mom, uh, Catholic, you're not a Jew, mm.
0: yes, yeah, if your mom only, the, Jewish, mother, only the mother yeah.
1: passes on, uh, on yes, the, the... yes, but you're not, also you're also not a good Jew. Mm-hmm. Because you're dead a Catholic, mm-hmm. you're not not a pure Jew. You're not hundred percent Jew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
2: okay. know,
1: so uh, the lobby uh, work on this aspect.
2: You mm-hmm. know,
1: because I'm talking about now after the Cold War.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you ask me this question before the Cold War, I'll tell you the political and military, uh, obviously mission of yes. the, uh, Israeli, uh, well Israeli uh, entity. Yeah, in the Middle East, but, and why, why, yeah,
2: why
1: market. Market? yeah, but now with the, with the, uh, demise of the and, yeah. uh, the Union, and uh, well, there, there's no Cold War anymore. Why mm. the Israelis still getting support from the United States due to the fanatic, uh, Christian,
2: that is, that you know, Christian, course,
1: yeah, yep. yeah, this is uh, now imagine uh, the uh, Swiss Canal,
2: mm.
1: you know. I mean, to them, it was more of like a marketing, you know. I mean, mm. it's, it's it's business, you know. It's not because the, uh, I mean, obviously, they wanted Nasser to go. There was anti Nasser. That's also one yes. motive, you know. Today, they don't have uh, Nasser. They have Netanyahu in Cairo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'll has Netanyahu in Cairo.
1: They, 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 well, they make a photocopy, cloning, yes. the clone, and they create a uh, copy because Gaza. Blockade, they come from both sides.
0: Yes, Egypt also blockaded, yeah, right? Yeah. Is blockading, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And even when you uh, travel to Egypt
0: and mm. come
1: back to Gaza, the Israelis, through cameras and a uh, computer system, they know who's in and who's out. Mm-hmm. So they monitor the, the entrance between Gaza and West Bank, the entry, mm-hmm. through their uh, technology.
2: Mm-hmm
1: the Egyptian sublime with the information. Mm-hmm. If you remember the smuggling of goods between Gaza and Egypt, you remember the smuggling of goods? Yes, that
0: the, um, underground, right?
1: Yeah. Now it will not work because the, the Egyptian uh, trader uh, dug, dug a, 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 like a trench, right. 40, 40 meters. Right. And they the uh, diverted the sea water from the sea to that 40 meter mm. so which palestinian is going to go 40 meters to dig in a hole yeah, that's deep
0: it's very
1: deep uh, and if it's happened one time it happened six of them got killed right,
0: draw, right. drawn in the water not in the water yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's it's to you, uh, the problem with the palestinian situation in gaza is not only the israeli Zionist regime it's the puppet the zionist puppet of a uh, regime of, uh, of egypt you know yeah uh,
0: you know, yeah, yeah.
1: I, w- I went i went for a week
0: you know, yeah
1: uh, to cairo that time and i see the situation very bad there very yeah. bad
0: right i i think that that's 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 a good point for us to leave it then because mm-hmm. we're going to have to have another one of these maybe next week uh, and, and record all of this and maybe make it a bit of a series um so that we can tell the full story because i think today we've covered You know, um, how the state works, this conscription role, um, some of the atrocities, some of them committed against you, particularly for being a journalist, being shot, for being a journalist. Um, So I think our next episode, if you're watching and listening to this, is we're going to be talking then about the political side of these things, what political, the Palestinian political organizations, the Arab uh, states and their current role and, and where things are going. So the second part will be about that, I guess. John, yes, um, yes,
1: we, we we have to talk about the also the Arab British settlement because this is an American settlement in Palestine, the Dubai, uh, Qatar. This is an American settlement and British. Right,
0: settlement. right, right, right. right.
1: So and, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Right. Thank you so much, John, for for for, for uh, coming uh, speech, uh, and, and sharing. Uh, stuff. I think this is really interesting. So we'll you. see. Uh, we'll see you then for the next episode.
1: Thank, thank you, for you for watching. Thank you for inviting me, Richard. Absolutely. Thank you.